Hey, this is Matt from the Overmongcast, and I'd just like you all to settle on in for a nice New Year's tradition as we count down our top three manga each of us have read. That's right. That's three picks from four people, so presumably 12 top manga. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Overmongcast. My name is Sam, and uh, this week we didn't read anything. It's New Year's! Happy New Year, everybody! Yay! The year is over! If you're Better doing us proud, and you're of a legal age, you're smashed right now while listening to this. Exactly. We need to be incomprehensible. That is the most palatable way of experiencing our uh, nonsensical shenanigans. So, just like reruns of It's a Wonderful Life, we're gonna play a drinking game. Every time a bell rings, do a shot. Now. Sam. Editing, editing Sam. Sam in the future. <laughs> Stop playing so many bells, please. <laughs> the bells. Edit, editing Sam, how did you get the rights to Carol of the Bells? God. <laughs> uh. If you're listening on YouTube, you heard none of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, as we do every year with the year coming to a close, uh, we take a look back at uh, what we read in uh in the past i've said year too many times the word doesn't sound normal anymore 2023 in 2023 and uh we are going to be doing a top three of uh for each uh member of the show the criteria is it's either something new that we read this year or if it's a revisit how did your opinion on it substantially change from the previous time and that's that's really it. We're going to do our top three and maybe weave some honorable mentions in there. So who wants to uh, kick us off? OK, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, for my number three, uh, I I really know this is uh, a popular one. So I, I feel like I'm scraping the bottom of a barrel here. But uh, I've never read a manga that uh, has made me feel this way of just how amazing this is. And I know this couldn't possibly be one person's favorite because they didn't read it. That's right. I'm thinking about the manga that made fisting cool again. The summer Hikaru died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I loved that manga so much. Uh, I, that... I loved it so much, but also just I loved our episode about that manga so much. <laughs> Well, actually, Matt, conveniently enough, that's also uh, my number three. <laughs> <laughs> As it turns out. Oh, boy. Oh. It is, it's a story that lingers with you. Uh, it's not my number three, but it was going to be one of my honorable mentions. It had all the hits. It had spooky rural cosmic horror, my favorite. It had weirdly intense emotions with people being very confused about why they feel things. Always fun. It had some spectacular uh, art, uh, both from a horror perspective and just really, really good compositing of, uh, you know, just not even the non-horrific scenes just came off uh, spectacularly. The challenging characters, too, is something that, like, you know, the um, uh, the protagonist uh, starts with a Y. Jacob, we're not going to pretend we yeah. remember names this far. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Um, 
but yeah, no, I mean, like his um his complicated emotions and the way that he reacts to different things. There's an argument to be made. He's maybe not the best person with the degree to which he uh, sort of falls in with the the fake version of the object of his affection. But like, you know, there's also the pushback against it, you know, and uh, the monster itself is also similar vein. Yeah, I just really the fact that I went into that manga expecting invasion of the body snatchers and got like, uh, I'm blanking on the specific title, but like that genre of horror movie where you start dating someone and they get way too possessive. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't expecting that. Like, it's like stalker horror. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and you know. I just, if you've got some time over the holiday season or you're listening to this in your car in, uh, you know, July, um, go ahead, listen to The Summer Hikaru Died. It's one of my favorite episodes we recorded because I made some revelations about the plot when we were talking about it. <laughs> and it's got one of my favorite recurring bits. So, <laughs> and also just so much fisting. <laughs> so much yeah. fisting <laughs> that's that's really the important part that's the main takeaway so that's uh the number three for matt and i uh jay how about you so um and a bit of a different but still some of the same i would have to say that my number three because it was just so out there um and it is also a perpetual meme um march comes in like a lion hell yeah <laughs> because for seriously there is no heterosexual explanation <laughs> for any of that. Now, Jay, oh. if we were grasping at straws, what could this mean? Jay, that was your third favorite? Yes. I don't recall you saying you liked it. <laughs> hey, it was a favorite for a different reason. Well, actually, it's funny. Uh, the reason I put that on my honorable mentions list is almost entirely because the reading of it was not one of my favorites. But man, talking about it was so much fun. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, you know what? I agree with you, Jay. If I had to pick a favorite episode we've recorded. Yes. <laughs> March comes in like a lion for something that we found kind of boring. And like, not even to the manga's fault, just it didn't jive with us. It was so fun to talk about. <laughs> it was it was great to dissect and also kind of take and take the piss out of. Yeah, yeah, because of how dramatic it can be at times, which was very fun. You know, I mean, like, it's very much the case where, you know, I mean, check out the episode. We go into more detail than this, but like, it's a very, very personal story. And it's not an experience that any of the members of the cast have, you know, like, have had directly but the the sheer quality on display juxtaposed with the hilarious melodrama it, it's a fun experience even if it's not in uh in my opinion the best of reads of all time mm -hmm. i think that episode also has one of my favorite uh after the credit bonus bits i've done <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so, uh, so far we've got uh, The Summer Hikaru Died and March Comes In Like a Lion. This is a very gay opening. Uh, Jacob, <laughs> what's your number three? Well, Sam, it's been a very gay year. <laughs> well, I mean, debatably, we're keeping the train rolling. The Apothecary Diaries, that there's a... Uh... Oh, that's another good one. Mm -hmm. Uh, that, th that has some that has some uh, interesting things in it. That one's on my honorable mention list. Uh, it fun procedural demented protagonist. 
Sao is the best freaking character, man. I love her so much. <laughs> Absolute delight of a main character. Uh, and such an engrossing story. There's something fun about, like, the degree to which there's these, like, high court politic dramas going on. And here's Mau Mau just like, well, that sure is a thing anyway. <laughs> have, uh, have any of you checked out the anime that came out? No, I, I meant to. Yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it is. I want to say it 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 holds true uh to at least the the core tenets of the of the manga. Cool. Good to hear. Yeah. Good. I only watched the I think first first half of the first season, but I I did enjoy what I did watch. Jay, that sounds about right for this entire group of us and our deals with watching anime <laughs> we say we're going to watch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We, we're a manga podcast because it's easier to read than watch things sometimes. It sure is. It sure is. <laughs> All right, so that's number three. And now, going to uh, number two on our list. For me, man, we read a lot of, like, real banger, just brief manga this year. And... The one that just stayed in my head for the longest was Shonen Shoujo. And we've Sam. got another same. <laughs> Sam, we have the same list so far. <laughs> Shonen Shoujo was also my number two. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the mind warping insanity that was Shonen Shoujo then. I we how can we talk about shonen shoujo if we don't do the behind the scenes which is my favorite part about this mm -hmm. we were we were recommended this by frequent commenter uh hippo who um is constantly giving us ideas for what to read and they chimed in just immediately hey you guys should read this and then before i could even like the post immediately followed with no don't read this it's bad <laughs> <laughs> So intrigued, we had to go in. <laughs> Contrarians that we are. Ever the contrarian. <laughs> and it ended up being great. Uh, it was... It's, it's understandable why it was anti-recommended, because it does take a turn. <laughs> mm -hmm. It takes several very intense turns. And one of the things that I found the most enjoyable was over the course of our discussion, slowly piecing things together and still coming out more confused by the end. <laughs> the moment I realized that Doku was one of the gossiping nurses, <laughs> to, I, I felt, I felt like I could see beyond the rim of the world. <laughs> I can't see the end of the horizon. Hatsune Miku. <laughs> I think yeah. looking back on it, uh, Shonen Shoju also has that weird kind of meta thing that I really like about, um, it's not one for one, but like it's got that kind of surrealist take that you see in things like Danganronpa and Penguin Drum, where like the world slowly starts to dissolve around the main characters. Yep. And I, I appreciate that in all kinds of fiction. As the meta narrative breaks down, so does reality itself. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I really like that episode because uh, I'm not going to lie. I am really proud of the read I had of it. I thought I felt clever for uh, 
the pieces that I put together, I guess, is the best way of putting it. Mm hmm. It's sort of funny because even after all the time we spent talking about it, uh, I uh, I realized in retrospect, uh, I mentioned having an explanation for why the uh, the hospital was as weird as it was. And I never mentioned it in the episode because we were talking about so many other things. That's part of my theory that it's the mindscape of the unseen protagonist. So, of course, it's an M.C. Escher painting where there's you know, everything is in the hospital and the uh, geography doesn't make it like for all the time we spent talking about it. There was still more to talk about. That episode could have gone on for days. <laughs> we needed to cut it off somewhere. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jay, what's your number two? My number two is Tokyo Revengers, I have to say. I went into it have a very, having a very vague idea that I think was um, at first impacted by what I'd seen on social media, the uh, con like controversial like imagery or surrounding it, and I thought I was it was going to be another another read that I would absolutely hate, I guess. Um, but it ended up being a wholesomer material than perhaps I was expecting. Um, and I think I even said this in the episode that I kind of wish that it didn't end on the note that it did. It's just such a it's a good cliffhanger. Um, yeah. I want to read more. Um, which I didn't anticipate at first. So I ranked this as my number two because it actually changed my entire perception if I was able to, if I had one um, going into it, I guess. It went from, it went from soft negative to notably positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Revengers is uh, another one on my uh, honorable mentions list. I had a long one. Uh <laughs> Because <laughs> I liked a lot of the stuff that we uh, read this year. That was another one where it was really fun to talk about, too, in addition to it being a fun read. I want to know where it goes because it has the potential to have this, like, really intricate weaving story. And, um, you know, the, the, the time travel mechanics are confusing and simultaneously entertaining. Uh, the sort of Damocles that time travel is in fiction. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a really cool series to engage with, at least as far as we got. And boy, it, it makes me want to uh, check out more. We blazed through numbers uh, three and two pretty quickly. How about we do some honorable mentions before we get down to our uh, number one, you know, beyond the ones that we've already talked about. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I have a long list. <laughs> <laughs> Look, My, none no of you are winners. None of you are awful. Of course, we loved all of our episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, Jacob, is your list 50 long? Because that's how many episodes we did. <laughs> it's not 50 long, I promise. I should hope not, given the isekai fortnight we did. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, spoilers. My number one is totally, am I actually the strongest? <laughs> Jacob, no. that was also my number one. You <laughs> oh, my oh my god, that it was, was everybody's number one. No, no, oh, yeah, yeah. Honorable mention, uh, the hate watch episode we did of Am I Actually the Strong? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, mo that manga was trash. <laughs> that, I have never seen us all universally hate on something that much. It's impressive. <laughs> Normally, like, at least one of us will find something redeeming. No, just 
complete across the board <laughs> fist manga. It, it's hilarious because there were so many cases where it's like, boy, this is, you know, here's me over here. Boy, let me read this charitably. This is a redeeming quality. Oh, no, wait, you screwed it up. <laughs> you literally <laughs> took the redeeming quality and broke it. <laughs> I have no words. What oh, <laughs> are actual honorable mentions then? Oh. Uh. Well, I've got one that was an honest contender for my number one, uh, and that was Freyr in Beyond Journey's End, because what a heartfelt story. Yeah, that... Uh, what a that, unique story. Mm -hmm. That one did not make my list because it technically was disqualified because I... <laughs> I've read you it already before. knew you loved it? I No, I'd read it before uh, we did the episode. Mm -hmm. no, yeah. I read it last year. Yeah, Ugh. otherwise I know that would have been uh, pretty high on your list, Matt. That's my sad nonsense I love. Yeah. <laughs> Very reason why I absolutely hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that's an honorable mention from me too. Uh, you know, it's sort of funny because um we don't actually like there isn't a Freyrin's journey, right? But like I love the sort of like continuation after the end sort of thing. You know, I, I like continuations in story because I like to see where people go after the adventure's over and what the new thing is that comes along. And, you know, that's that's literally the entire point of this story. You know, it's the it's the after the big adventure adventure. Also, Freyrin is a goblin, and I absolutely love her in the same way I love Mau Mau. It's funny that those two were so close to each other when we were reading because we got nothing but little goblin energy for <laughs> For like two weeks in a row. It was perfect. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> My honorable mention, I guess, would it was really hard. Um, Golden Kamui. Because, so yes, I already knew. I I loved it going in. It had a bit of everything. It had that historical drama energy. It had wholesome family dynamic, but also that those snapbacks. <laughs> Mm -hmm. that our our young protagonist comes back with every time she's really she's <laughs> the looks yeah. she gives <laughs> the face every time we do a golden cameo episode i'm just reminded the insanity that this manga is so good and not talked about as much as it is like <laughs> uh -huh. i'm just saying it ticks it ticks a lot of my boxes for like serious manga serious series I just, mm -hmm. just as someone also who just really likes the Japanese culture and just global culture in general. So a conflict being centered uh, around that. Centered around that. Yeah. Yeah. Very unique cultural conflict is. Yeah. That's, that's on my honorable mentions as well, because it, the rules disqualified it. It was a revisit that I loved the first time and I love the second time. And for the same reasons, it's, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good eats. Yep. It's, it's all the things that you expect. Mm -hmm. uh, as long as we're doing honorable mentions based around historical Japanese culture, uh, I'd like to recommend the swordsmith village arc of demon slayer <laughs> <laughs> because I loved it so much. Oh, yes. <laughs> Gun. Yes, it, it had a gun, and I <laughs> guess a plot was there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, totally. and us talking about the gun is like our most popular clip on the YouTube channel. <laughs> I really, I really like that clip. That was that was fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, with his gun, yeah. Oh, 
The fact that I, I then saw the anime and it was still bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, another one it uh, was um, Crazy Food Shark because it sure fucking was. It damn well. Yeah. Oh, I should have put that on my That's another mentions. one why it was high up there just because, again, it ticks a lot of my boxes. It has It has jokes. It has common tropes, but it also has like a little bit of a weird angle to it. And and folks, it has food. You if you know if you know me, I love my food anime. <laughs> Mindless food. Yeah, I would have I would have picked Crazy Food Truck, but again, it's one of the things I read before putting Beforehand. it on the podcast. I'm just yeah. saying, it sounds like you need to do less reading. You yeah, I guess all I, of us. I, no, Matt, I, Matt, I, needs, <laughs> Matt needs to do more reading because he brings us good shit. I was, about, I was about to say, it sounds like I'm the only person who does manga reading outside of this podcast. <laughs> Look, a manga arc a week is hard, okay? It is. Really, the fact that I don't read Kaiju number eight is the outlier here. <laughs> Speaking of which, that's that's an honorable mention of mine. Uh, I freaking love Kaiju number eight, but I already did, so... Ditto. I love Kaiju number eight. It it has everything. The thing about Kaiju number eight is that it doesn't surprise you. Uh, no. You know exactly what you're getting. It you doesn't. You know what you love. It's like popcorn, though. You you know what mm -hmm. it tastes like, but every time you have it, you're like, I have to keep going, keep going. Yeah. Another one that's sort of in a similar place is uh, when we uh, when we read Sweet Home. Uh, I didn't I didn't come to any new conclusions. I, I liked the creepy, uh, you know, interesting characters of Sweet Home beforehand, and I like it now. It was it was a really good series, and I really like doing our episode on it. Uh, but, you know, I, it, it's something that I already knew pretty well. Yeah. And I think I think the last of my honorable mentions is uh, Hell's Paradise. Yeah, that was an interesting one, certainly. Wacky wild monsters, edgy, overpowered protag. Just, just good fun. Okay, I guess we're ready to bring us into the countdown for everyone's number one. Editing Sam, play the music. Number one. Let's see if I, I highly doubt it, but let's see if this gets the hat trick with Matt. For me, my number one was ZOM 100. You're right, that does not match with me. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> I, did I like ZOM 100? I don't think you did. Okay. I think you, you were on the fence about it. But, like, I I really, really enjoyed it. It uh, it was it, incredibly earnest, uh, incredibly earnest main character, uh, life-affirming message, and also a raunchy, over-the-top gore fest. My, my, my little girl on loving heart couldn't not adore it. Zom 100 is one of those ones where it's like, I know my biases are the thing making me not like this as much as I want to. <laughs> I mm -hmm. don't like zombie fiction. And boy, Zom 100 is a really, really well-done zombie story in all the ways I hate. <laughs> <laughs> which is not its fault it's doing what it's trying to do very well i just hate it for it uh that said though i don't i certainly don't hate zom 100 because it is still really fun uh even if i'm not a, the biggest fan of the framing device yeah that is my number one uh matt how about you i i gotta go with an oldie but a goodie 
But uh, the reason why it qualifies is because there was a bit of a dip in quality with uh, the part two in the middle because I'm picking Eagle, the making of an Asian American president. Because <laughs> yeah! my God, did volume two last year turn kind of serious. And it was weird because it wasn't the man who could eat all 50 states. <laughs> but then... The... <laughs> Planet Texas. They go to Planet Texas and he goes to the bar where all the ranch hands go and he talks about gun control in Texas. <laughs> oh. and, it, and it ends with the with the super dramatic balcony sex in LA and finding out <laughs> that you might have been your sister. <laughs> so Some deep conversation and contemplation. I I'm gonna be honest. Eagle, the making of an Asian American president has me scared for next 4th of July because I don't think volume four can measure up to how good <laughs> volume three was. I don't think it's possible. It's going to be quite the fucking achievement if it pulls that off. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Jay, how about you? Yeah. My number one, my, my top episode, top reading had to be this time around Hell's Paradise. Uh, mostly, I wanted to say the abstractness drew my mm. attention, kept my attention and then abstractness. I mean, conceptually, I don't know. Part of it seemed like the story was just nostalgic, but nostalgic in a way that really kind of scratched that itch to like know more and really invest in the story. Yeah. It had that kind of like old school shonen thing where they go to yeah. a weird jungle that doesn't have any rules and two twins are making out with each other inside a flower. <laughs> yep. yeah yeah classics yep, got it. from from the olden days <laughs> <laughs> i well, meant more like an odyssey or trying to restore one's honor or something like that but yeah um look it ended strong that's an important <laughs> factor <laughs> yeah but and, anyway this was my favorite so much so that i am actually caught up in the anime so you can see where I dropped off halfway through one. I did prioritize getting caught up. <laughs> That's how much I liked it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, is, it is a truly fascinating world with a lot of really, really cool characters. Mm -hmm. It's on my honorable mentions list for because uh, damn, what a what, uh, wild and wacky monsters, edgy, powerful pro tag. Hard not to love. I can fix him. <laughs> he just wants to get back home to his wife there's nothing to fix i know <laughs> when he's so grumpy about it and doesn't want to admit he has feelings it just wants to be like <laughs> also the samurai clan specifically built to cater to my cater to your tastes <laughs> yes uh, yeah. yeah and and the head of that clan that also seems specifically built to cater to your taste yes <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I know what I'm about. I am I am not immune to propaganda. <laughs> okay, okay. Come on. Let's 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 let Jacob say solo leveling and then we can get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, that was actually on my honorable mentions. Uh it it had enough problems that uh yeah, but I did enjoy that. But actually, I'm kind of slightly cheating, but only a little bit. My number one is Eden Zero again. All right. I'm only slightly cheating because 
wow, I can't believe my popcorn and candy manga that never takes itself seriously stuck to its narrative guns and let a character die for the sake of the story actually meaning something. That blew me away. Eden Zero, for what it is, did not have to do that. Yeah, I was I was surprised. It it trusted that its audience was there because they enjoy the totality of it and made the mature, narratively correct decision, even though it took away a cool character from the story. That's mm -hmm. a scary thing for something like Eden Zero to do in so many other series. So many other series that pretend to be more serious than Eden Zero don't have a willingness to do that. Really, it was a it was a very surprising thing. Only slightly less surprising than Jacob establishing the rules of the top three and then <laughs> mercilessly bending them. <laughs> well, well, here here's why um here's why I'm uh why I'm slightly bending the rules. I might have read ahead, and oh my god, the popcorn and candy series keeps making big boy narrative decisions. I am extremely invested in Eden Zero now. So, what really what Jake just did is he forecasted his 2024 number one. Oh my god, I cannot wait for our next episode of this manga. Hey, for listeners time, out there. For the, for the next week, Jake can't make it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, fun story about our Eden Zero episodes. Uh, they're when Jake can't make a recording. <laughs> <laughs> Scheduling fun. But boy, uh, anyone out there who's read the next arc, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> DJ Zombie. <laughs> ah! All right. Well, with that uh, tantalizing tidbit revealed, there you have it, folks. The top three of the Overmonka Cast 2023. Thank you, everybody, once again, so much for tuning into the show uh, throughout the entirety of last year. We deeply appreciate your continued support and uh, listening to our inane and insane ramblings. And we're looking forward to bringing you more content in the new year. Yep. And again, thanks from the bottom of our hearts for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, how about if you're listening to this on YouTube, which uh, episodes go out two week delays. So have fun in the middle of uh, January with this. Um, <laughs> go ahead, write in the comments section what your favorite episode we read this year was. Or, you know, just the favorite manga you read this year. You can also reach out to us uh, over mangacast at gmail.com or over mangacast on X, Twitter, I, I don't know, social media. <laughs> keep, keep throwing pigeons at us. We'll find them eventually. Indeed. <laughs> and make sure to tune in next week where we are going to be kicking off uh, 2024 with uh, something huge because it's, it's Kaiju's. It's Kaiju number eight. Yeah! Yes. Yeah. Remember how I said it was uh, uh, on my honorable mentions because I love it so much. <laughs> We're going to be reading chapters 55 through 76. So if you're keeping up with the show, go ahead and read that and we'll see you all next Thursday. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You don't deserve anything. Bad New Year to you. You in particular. <laughs> Okay, Matt, uh, you can go to bed now before the ball drops. No, I don't want to go to bed. I don't want to read Kaiju number eight either. <laughs> it's, it's, so good good. You, it's a good thing you can't make it next week. Go to bed, Matt. No, <laughs> you go to bed. This is my podcast. I'll stay here talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cut, cut. <laughs>